Upstate Vermont, home to the green mountains and thousands of acres of green rolling hills and farmland. Its untouched forests provide a spectrum of bright colors in the fall that draw nearly one million visitors each year. It's the birthplace of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and a top producer of maple syrup and apple cider. It's arguably one of the most beautiful places to visit in the United States. It's not the place you would expect to find a dark and disturbing mystery. But it was there, in upstate Vermont 18 years ago, that 17-year-old Brianna Maitland disappeared in the dark of night, leaving behind a baffling scene on a rural road, where her car was found abandoned after crashing into a deserted farmhouse. Now, all these years later, will advanced forensic testing of items from the scene lead to a resolution in her case? Or will we never know what happened to Brianna on that fateful night? This is episode 30, an upstate mystery, the disappearance of Brianna Maitland. It was early on Saturday, March 20th in 2004, when they drove past that strange scene. So strange that they stopped and turned around to take a closer look at it. They got out of their car. They even took pictures because outside of a scene from a movie, they had never seen anything quite like it. But there it was, in front of them, an older model Oldsmobile that had backed into the old Dutchburn house a long-since-abandoned farmhouse on Route 118, near rural Richford in upstate Vermont. The back of the car had breached the side of the home, and whether that was by accident or an intentional act, or the result of a careless or drunk driver, it was difficult to know for certain. There was no one in the car and no one near it to ask. The couple drove away, Unaware that they had just stepped into and photographed a crime scene. They would learn this a week later, when local news stations began airing the story of a missing 17-year-old named Brianna Maitland, who had vanished after she clocked out from her evening shift at the Black Lantern Inn on Friday, March 19th, just eight or nine hours before the couple had spotted her car crashed into that abandoned home. Investigators would learn later, that many other motorists had seen her car there, including a state trooper. But due to bad assumptions and communications, no one knew Brianna was missing until March 23rd, four days after she clocked out of her shift. Authorities now knew the night Brianna left work was the last time anyone had seen or heard from her. But before we go further into the investigation, Let's take a step back in this story and learn a little bit more about Brianna and who she was in the events immediately prior to her disappearance. Brianna Alexandra Maitland was born October 8, 1986, in Burlington, Vermont, to Bruce and Kelly Maitland, 
Bruce and Kelly raised Brianna and her older brother on their family farm in remote East Franklin, Vermont, less than two miles from the West Berkshire border crossing into Canada. Growing up, Brianna was involved in martial arts, training in jiu-jitsu for a period of time, and she was described as strong-willed and independent. As she entered her teens, she became highly social and wanted to spend a lot of her free time with her circle of friends. Now, due to the remote location of the family farm, most of Brianna's friends lived some distance away and attended a different high school. According to those friends, Brianna didn't fit in with the students at her own high school, making it difficult to make friends and continue to attend classes there, which is why, against her parents' wishes, Brianna moved out of her parents' home, choosing instead to live with friends. She transferred to a new high school near Sheldon, Vermont, 16 miles away from the family home. According to Brianna's mother, Kelly, Brianna moved around quite a bit, living and staying with different friends and boyfriends until October of 2003, when she turned 17 and moved in with her childhood friend, Jillian Stout. By then, Brianna had dropped out of high school completely. It was on a Friday night, February 27th of 2004, and just three weeks prior to her disappearance, that Brianna was at a party with friends and students from Ennisbury Falls High School when she got into a dispute with a girl named Keeley LaCrosse. According to witnesses, the dispute escalated and became physical. Now, despite being trained in martial arts, Brianna didn't fight back and ended up with a broken nose and concussion from that altercation. Photos of Brianna taken in the aftermath showed her with two black eyes and a swollen nose. And at the urging of a close friend, Brianna filed a complaint against Keeley with the Vermont State Police. The case against Keeley was to be heard in a Vermont courthouse on April 9th. But by then, Brianna would be missing, and the case against Keeley would be dismissed. On Friday, March 19th, which would end up being the same day she would vanish, Brianna took and passed her GED test. As a way to celebrate, Brianna and her mother went out to lunch and clothes shopping in nearby St. Albans. While waiting in a store checkout line, Kelly said Brianna was looking towards the outside windows of the store and then told her mother she would be right back and left the store abruptly. When Kelly came out of the store, Brianna met up with her in the parking lot During the drive back home, Kelly says Brianna seemed agitated, saying several times during the drive that she needed to get ready for work. Kelly, not wanting to pry, didn't ask Brianna what was bothering her or if something had happened to her while she was outside of the store. She would drop Brianna off at Jillian Stout's house in Sheldon, where she was still living at the time. After saying their goodbyes, Kelly drove away completely unaware that it was the last time she would ever see her daughter. Before leaving for work, Brianna wrote a note for Jillian, letting her know she would be home later that same night after work. While at work, none of Brianna's co-workers at the Black Lantern Inn indicated that they had seen or witnessed anything unusual that night. It was a busy night, So Brianna, who worked as a dishwasher, spent most of her time in the kitchen. 
At one point, her parents were at a nearby restaurant in Montgomery and drove past the Black Lantern Inn while Brianna was still working. They thought about stopping in to see her, but knowing how important independence was to her, they chose not to. It's a decision they both regret to this day. Only a few hours later, at 11.20 p.m., Brianna checked out of her shift and was seen walking and getting into her car. So the last time Brianna Maitland was ever seen, she was driving away into the darkness. On Tuesday, March 23rd, four days after she was last seen, Brianna's friend and roommate Jillian contacted Kelly Maitland to ask if Brianna was there. Surprised, Kelly indicated she thought Brianna was with her and had not seen her since dropping her off at Jillian's house Friday afternoon. According to Jillian, she got Brianna's note, then she left for the weekend. When she returned, the note was still where she left it. It wasn't until the 23rd, after not hearing from her for four days, that Jillian thought she'd better call Kelly. Concerned, Kelly began calling all of Brianna's friends and co-workers, none of whom reported seeing her after she left work on the 19th. Now worried, Kelly contacted the Vermont State Police to report Brianna missing. When two more days went by without hearing from her, on Thursday, March 25th, Brianna's parents went to the police station in St. Albans to provide more details about Brianna. It's while they were there that they informed police that Brianna drove an older model green Oldsmobile. Authorities then showed the Maitlands pictures of the car they had towed earlier in the week, where it was found crashed in the side of an abandoned farmhouse. The photos confirmed two things for Kelly and Bruce Maitland when they saw them. The first was that it was in fact Brianna's car in the pictures. And the other fact was that Brianna had been missing even longer than they knew. Now any hope that they had that Brianna may have gone somewhere to stay with friends and not tell anyone was gone. Frustratingly, it was then that Kelly and Bruce learned that a state trooper had been dispatched to Brianna's car on Saturday, March 20th at 1.30 p.m. after several motorists reported seeing it crashed into the old Dutchburn house on Route 118. The state trooper who responded assumed the scene was the result of an accident involving a drunk driver, which was common in that area. The trooper next says, he saw two unopened paychecks addressed to Brianna Maitland from the Black Lantern Inn, which was only a mile from the scene. The trooper stated he went to the Black Lantern, but that it was closed at that time of the day. The trooper was then called away and had Brianna's car towed away to a local auto shop. The Maitlands immediately went to the service station her car had been towed to, but because no keys were found in or around her car, and they didn't have a set of their own. Brianna's father used a crowbar to pry open the trunk, only to find more of her personal items inside. In the days that followed, police would deploy canine search units at the Dutchburn house 
and would conduct sweeps and searches of the surrounding areas, but nothing would be found. It was during those initial searches that the local news media began carrying the story. Oddly enough, this led to the Maitlands receiving a phone call from the family of Maura Murray, a young woman who disappeared in February of 2004 after her car was abandoned on the side of a road in New Hampshire, just 90 miles away from where Brianna's car was found. And as a side note, if you're not familiar with the Maura Murray case, we covered it in Season 2 in the Escape to Nowhere episode. In total, nearly 500 volunteers searched the farmland around where Brianna's car was found, but those efforts did not produce anything related to her disappearance. The focused media attention, however, did lead to several motorists coming forward to say they saw Brianna's car the night she left her shift at the Black Lantern. Some of these witnesses reported seeing her car with its headlights still on, backed into the Dutchburn house just after 11.30, 10 minutes after Brianna would have clocked out of work. Another motorist claimed to have seen her car there just after midnight with one of its turn signals blinking. An ex-boyfriend of Brianna's also said he saw her car at around 4 a.m. while he was driving home. However, because he wasn't sure it was her car, he didn't stop or report it. It was then that authorities also received the photos from the couple who stopped to take pictures of it. In the weeks and months that passed, more widespread searches were conducted in the hopes of finding anything that could bring Brianna home, but nothing was found. Rumors and speculation over the years had linked Brianna's disappearance to human trafficking and drug-related crimes. The only thing police have commented on up to this point is that they suspect foul play in her disappearance and that physical evidence was found in her car when it was processed by the crime lab. But because this is an active investigation, what that evidence was, they will not say. Nearly three years after Brianna disappeared, in February of 2007, a sworn statement taken by a Burlington police officer recounted that recently a local woman, who is not named, had informed him that a known drug dealer named Ramon Ryans had murdered and dismembered Brianna. However, investigators could not corroborate any of the woman's claims. Ramon Ryans had actually been interviewed in connection with Brianna's case prior to the sworn statement. To date, police have not named him as a suspect or a person of interest in Brianna's disappearance. And that brings us to today. On March 18th of 2022, almost 18 years to the day she vanished, Vermont State Police announced that forensic samples they sent to a lab in Texas in the fall of 2020 used advanced DNA sequencing to identify a match to an individual investigators have had on their radar in Brianna's case. They haven't named that person as of yet. So we can only hope that this is the first step in bringing Brianna home in a resolution to this upstate mystery. <laughs> 